0: Jason, today's episode of the Lee Summit Town Hall Podcast is brought to the good people my budget blinds of Lee Summit.
1: Budget Blinds. Did you know? I bet I knew.
0: Budget Blinds is your home for the enlightened style shades.
1: All hail our robot shade overlords.
0: Look. Spring is here. I know the weather's been kinda weird lately. It keeps raining. Sometimes it's getting colder again. But spring is here. It's time for those home projects to start back up again. And Boy
1: don't I know it. <laughs> you're deep in there. Oh, Barry said so we are we are very deep into the big honeydews now. So
0: Well look, if you're looking for all the home decor things, look it starts with the window treatments, but you can get Everything you can well, get, the stuff honestly, you need.
1: every project will. If, if it doesn't start with the window treatments, it will end with the window treatments. It right. will get there. Window treatments will be involved in the process. And if you're looking for window treatments, Nick, or a whole lot more, where are you going to go?
0: You're going to go see our friends at Budget Blinds Lee Summit. They're right in the heart of our city in downtown on Main Street. Tell them Jason and Nick sent you. Jason, today's episode is also brought to the people by Ask Kathy of Keller Williams Realty.
1: Yay, Kathy. I need to get some some birthday music, because this is their birthday. Twenty years. Twenty years. And uh, congratulations. By the way, I I I mean, I've done one thing in my life for twenty years, like consistently, and that's like be married. But that this is probably I wanna say it's harder. You know what like the difference opening, is? Opening, running, and making a successful business for twenty years is you've gotta be good at your you've gotta be good at your job. Better. Well, and
0: I think that's the difference between their twenty years and your twenty years. <laughs> oh, definitely they're they, good at their job. They
1: are definitely much better at their job than I am at the hey, job of being married.
0: You you wanna know wanna know some some reasons why they're good? Over four hundred five star reviews on Google and Facebook in twenty twenty one. They sold homes. of asking price and in only an average of five days.
1: Hey, I read somewhere very recently that some of the interest rates may be actually creeping up. They keep threatening it, but I've seen some actual movement on this front uh, that I might believe. So now is the time to, if if you're in the think about selling or buying a home, now may be the time to move before the interest rates fiddle around on you and mess with your numbers. And if now's the time, who are the people, Jason? You're going to call Ask Kathy of Keller Williams Realty. And you're going to
0: tell them. Jason and Nick say
1: hello again, and welcome to Lee Summit Town Hall, a weekly podcast about what you can do to make a difference. I am Jason Norbury, and as always, I am joined by a man that knows when it's time for some porch sitting. Is Nick Parker, the publisher of Link to Lee Summit? It's so true. It's it feels like it should be time, but the weather outside right now says it's not. Although, you know what? I would do it today. I've got a covered porch. It's a little, it's a, it's, a, it's like at the bottom edge of the weather range, of the temperature range for porch sitting, but it might be worth doing. Look, once April hits, I don't want to be anywhere but on my porch. That is fair. Um, I enjoy spending some time on your porch as well. Link to Lee Summit remains the source for all the news you need about our very fine city, and our unofficial sponsor today is the number 50. Dun, 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 dun. So, it's not happened yet, but by the next time we record, I will have turned 50 years old, officially old. And I I honestly I've been debating about how to feel about this for quite some time. I mean, I'm kind of sanguine about it because like, you know, the alternative is way worse. But I mean, like, you know, is this like a big thing where I have to do like a whole rethink about my life or the value or all that? Or is it like Look, there just are like, many reasons you need to do a rethink about your life? Yes, I know. Maybe turning 50 is not one of them or at least not high on the list. But, you know, as a whole, or is it really just like forty nine and three hundred and seventy days or something at that point? So anyway, I'm turning 50 uh, gifts can be delivered to uh, Bridge Space, courtesy of <laughs> Nick Parker. So to Jason Orbury. Care of Nick Parker at Bridge Space, and you can send me all the presents for my 50th birthday. And and I will will. sort
0: through them and take any gifts that I think are more for me.
1: Yeah, fair enough. enough. If
0: Jason's turning old isn't enough reason for you to celebrate, here's a few other things that say it's spring. Jason, Fourth Friday Art Walks return, not this weekend, but the next weekend. So every Fourth Friday through the summer, come hang out. See a bunch of art. Do some shopping, do some eating, hang out in downtown Lee Summit. It's really one
1: of the gems of our city, and and the Parks and Rec has made their uh, their announcement for their summer concert. What do they call it? Rock the Amp. Uh, yes. So the 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 amphitheater out there at uh at the Full big uh, legacy park concert schedule and like including by the way so in the past years they have primarily focused on well, cover bands basically bands that are or tribute bands really more even than cover bands um, that go in there as a whole but they've got some of the like original acts this summer coming in so it's a, it's a little bit it's a bit bigger uh, menu of of opportunities to attend that you may have had in the past, but also I think it's a little bit more varied. So they've, 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 they've shuffled some things up. They've got some of the original acts. They've got some of your traditional, your cover bands, your tribute bands, some, some other acts as well to, to kind of do the whole range of possibilities for music over the summer.
0: Yeah. I think what we're seeing is kind of, they're back to what their original plan was after the two year hiatus of, of uh, pandemicness.
1: Ruining everything.
0: Ruining everything. So if you look at the age of the, of the amphitheater, Right. They had, they had been building up to this kind of to the growth to get to this level. And then, you know, the, the world kind of stopped. The world kind of stopped. and yeah. But now so, the world is sort of restarted. Now we're, we're starting to spin again. And here it is. So, look, you can start making some plans for your spring and your summer for some great times here in our community. Jason, let's move on to a few other news and notes. Uh, I'll start with just uh, looking over at the Lee Summit R7 Board of Education. Our two new members after the election were sworn in last week. Heather Eslick and Jennifer Foley were sworn in as the newest members. And then there was another little procedural change there that's that's worth noting. We have a new board president and a new board vice president. Taking over as president for Ryan was Kathy Campbell. And then the vice president is Kim Fritchie.
1: We're going to take a moment and say thank you to Mike Allen and Judy Hedrick for their service to the board of education over the last three years. And also say thank you to Ryan and uh, Ryan Murdoch and Megan Marshall for their time as the officers over the last year or two, uh, that's been great. So we got, we have new people on the board, a little bit of new leadership. Uh, I don't suspect there's going to be a radical new direction or anything of that nature because Dr. Buck is still the superintendent. But as a whole, this is a, a little bit of a refresh, some newer voices, um, maybe it's a, a different a different leadership style at the center of the dais. Um, so we're going to see how all that pays out. But I, I wanted I wanted to say thank you to those who did all that stuff, that service. I know how tiring and stressful that stuff can be and and we we appreciate you having stepped up won elections and been volunteered to not only serve but to lead
0: I think that is a thought echoed by many throughout the community. Like it takes it takes a lot, not just to run, but then get elected and do the job. That takes a lot of commitment, a lot of effort. Let's switch over to city council. Just this to, is
1: this is not the most momentous of weeks of city council, <laughs> by the way. I just want that noted. We had to dig a little bit, but there it, we go. It,
0: it is not, but I think there's a few things worth noting. You know, everybody kind of wants to know what's you know what's happening over there, what's being built, or what's moving in. So a little bit of that. We had the first uh, the pre-development plan was presented to council this last week for the Furniture Mall of Missouri, and it will be going in where the former Macy's was over at Summit Fair. So Macy's has got out; they already have a tenant. Furniture Mall of Missouri will be moving in there. Another bit of moving news. I think I think a lot of people knew this was coming, but. I guess more of the process just now keeps starting turning. Right. So, uh, Jason, the highway patrol moved from its current location.
1: Well, they haven't moved yet. But so what, what has happened, of course, we, we've covered this on a number of times. There's going to be a big redevelopment and reconst- reconstruction of the bridge, uh, 291 covering 50 there at the what we call 291 North down there and there's going to be a whole bunch of redevelopment but also like new roads and adjusted interchange and all of that stuff is going to happen but part of that deal is that the land that the highway patrol troop station is at uh is is going to they're going to pack up and move north up by Colburn road and 470 um in some an area up there so part of that process is like how it's being paid for who's doing what all that sort of thing and what we saw at on tuesday is is the first uh, is another step in that process of the I'm gonna instead of going through the details of like what the money is and where it happens, we're just gonna call it intergovernmental money shuffling uh, to allow for all of those processes to take place and the development in that in that deal to go forward.
0: Uh, the next the next that I wanted to bring up and there's really not enough a lot to this, Jason. I just think it's worth people paying attention to because we talk all the time about how easy it is for people to participate in government processes so now if you want to speak during public comments to the city council in the past you've had to give your physical exact physical address as as a resident there was there was a slight change voted and approved by the council this past
1: week where now you you only have to say whether or not you're a resident Right, so it's a it's a little bit different thing um, as a whole. That I mean, it's fine. It it always was a little bit awkward anyway, asking people to state their address in the full public. That seems in this era of information theft and all that sort of thing. That seemed felt always felt a little bit weird to me when I was on the planning commission. And additionally, it's weird for people who are coming representing. Um, like the like, if you're a lawyer representing a business or an architect or other kind of professional there who's there in a professional capacity, not a personal capacity, having to state your address. You don't know, is it my personal or, or address even, or my even, business address or what? Yeah, even if you are a resident but you're
0: speaking for, for local boards and different things, yeah, it's, it, it's, a, little it's awkward. a little weird. But look, I think if anything, the one thing I want to note is this just makes it one step, one little bit, easier
1: to participate. You can stand up there and you can say I'm a Lee Summit resident and you can move on with your thing and the council will give that the weight that it is due or at least that they feel it is due.
0: One tip I'm going to give I'm going to give everyone it's a little weird if you're not a good public speaker if you don't like it if you get nervous about it write it out. Come read it. They'll absolutely. Help.
1: And uh, that is that is absolutely true. And I will say as a whole, you don't have to, um, from, a, from a, a person who sat on the dais for a long time, you don't have to uh, lay out all your bona fides about how long you've lived in a place and what all those sorts of things. Just tell us what you have to say because the, the information you give us is the valuable piece more so than your... What you feel your qualifications are. You are qualified to speak as a member of the public. Yeah. You should come to it. You are a resident. That's but, the qualification. But write it down. It does help. It makes it It makes it go faster. If you are one of the ones where there's just lots and lots of people talking and they've got the clock running where you get your three minutes and that's it. Then, then you know which bullet points you want to hit first. You can, you can fit your, your bit down in your three minutes. You'll be very clear, very effective. And I think you'll have more impact as a whole when you do it that way. So, yeah, just do that. Last thing that I want to cover, Jason
0: is I want I want to point out that the first draft of the next year's of the 2023 uh, capital improvements plan was presented to city council. Look, this is the start of a process, Jason, but it's worth noting, I think, some of the projects that the city is thinking is going to be important to keep working on over the next year. The draft included replacements for uh, fire department stations 4 and 5, the Green Street downtown development project, stormwater improvements, street improvements, airport improvements, other projects. It totals about $420 million. So- right
1: now, well, I, and I'll say there's two parts to this. One is there's and actually there's a lot of pieces to this. So, <laughs> one is there's been a public comment going through like the Public Works Committee and things, and that ends at the first of May. So, you want to get that in. Um, if you're going to have public comment on anything that's in there, it's available at the at the website for the city. I'm sure you can find it, or at the council um, in these council documents, it's available as well. That's one part of it. So, but there's really two parts to this, and this gets I'm um, here nerd alert, nerd alert. Uh-oh. So keep in mind the compra the the capital improvement plan is a piece of the comprehensive plan, which technically is approved by the planning commission. So there's that. But then on top of that, there is the budgetary piece of determining what's going to be paid for in the next coming fiscal year. So there's this weird little tension that kind of builds in, it's not real tension, but there's this like, like the planning commission has the approval of, we're gonna approve the com- capital improvement plan and the city council can say, well, you can approve whatever you want, but we're gonna fund this. And so there's this back and forth process and so it sort of sort of starts in council committees and the public works department and all that. It works its way then, then it goes to the planning commission. And so then the planning commission approves this five-year plan so it's 2023 through 2027, and then it comes back up to the council who really approves the like stamps on it, but also approves the budget for fiscal year 2023 for the capital improvement. So it's like this really, it's multi layered. it's all kind of complex. Short version, if there are projects that you think are very important or projects that you think perhaps that the council has too much of an importance on, maybe they want it too fast or it's too expensive or what have you, now is the time to reach out and give public comment on those things. There will be a public hearing held at the planning commission meeting where they will adopt the plan um, here in May. And you can, you can go to that as well, but you'll have those opportunities to deal with that, to interact with this as a whole. But by and large, it's a, it's an five-year sort of rolling document. And so this year's is just a reflection and an update of last year's, and, and on we go. And I like, it's a good reminder that last bit, we'll roll
0: back to the previous point. It's now easier for you to participate in May when that comes out. All you got to do, hey,
1: I'm a resident. Though I, I really want people who are coming from like Greenview to come in and go, I think you should spend your capital <laughs> improvement money over here instead of over there. I think that'll, that may not get as much play as you would hope.
0: <laughs> hey, we're going to try to have a guest next week. As we, as we talk a little bit more about the upcoming spring and summer entertainment schedules in our community. But that's going to wrap us up for this week. We will talk to everybody next time.